At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. two of the nightcap congratulations to the jackrabbits of south dakota state they are dancing as they win the summit league by a final of 75 to 69 how about this north dakota state was the right side the entire game they fouled south dakota state with three tenths of a second i think the ref had and South Dakota State. Now South Dakota State only made, a push. only made one of those free throws, so it was a push. So uh, all bets voided. Oh! oh, we're watching right now Gonzaga and St. Mary's. The Zags are going to <clears throat> win the WCC. I just gave you a check, and uh, they lead eighty-one sixty-nine. St. Mary's has been covering the whole game. I mean, this has been nip and tuck the second half. Free throw, good. Twelve seconds to go. Is St. Mary's going to put up a shot? Here's the question. I think they are. Big three. Air ball. Oh. <laughs> and what was ridiculous? Gonzaga wasn't defending. Oh, that's a terrible beat. Oh, man. That is rough. Oh, so Gonzaga man. wins 82 to 69. And look, Gonzaga, it was 81 69, Sean. It looked like St. Mary's wasn't going to foul. And then they fouled with 12 seconds to go. Oh, 
And he shoots a three from the logo when Gonzaga wasn't even defending. Condolences to those who took the points with St. Mary's. Hopefully, Nate Lundy, our next guest, did not. But even if he did, as a Denver native, I don't think anything could make him say, is there a, a smile? Are you like the Joker right now? Is it just automatically on every Denver native's face after the news came out today that Russell Wilson was coming to Denver, yeah. Colorado? Yeah, we We've all got built-in smile wrinkles now, Tim. That's what it is. It's those permanent ones that wind up on your face when something like this happens. Uh, no, this was this was a lot of fun. Um, I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, you know, whether I said it to the two of you on your show on one of the previous appearances, I kept telling people for the last couple of months this was who I wanted. I didn't think they could pull it off. I wasn't sure that Seattle was going to be willing to do it, but this was the quarterback move that I wanted to see the Broncos make if they were going to try to pull a trade and bring in an instant type of guy that can make an impact right away. So they did what I was hoping for. Um, they obviously gave up a lot, but I really don't think that they completely gave up the farm to be able to do it for somebody the caliber of Russ. Uh, so I think this is a great move by George Payton coming in here, uh, going into his second year now as the GM of the team and really making some big moves. So Nate, that was was going to be my question you finally you got the date you wanted to go on it you let her pick the restaurant you said it didn't matter where then you got the bill and you were like the food was really good but this was pricey so <laughs> when you look at it now that it's done did they give up too much and if you think no what's the next move or is the team as it's now constructed good enough to compete for an AFC championship and potentially a Super Bowl well, I, I think anytime you pull a trade like this, you know there are still moves. There are still holes that you have. They obviously gave up Noah Fant at the tight end position, and so they're going to have to go out and find somebody uh, that can come in and fill that role. Uh, Fant's reviews amongst the fans here locally were very mixed. Um, you know, there were times that he looked very good, that he looked exactly like the kind of tight end that they drafted so high. And then there were some times that, you know, people said a stiff breeze coming off the mountains was enough to be able to knock him down, uh, and he wasn't getting a lot of yards after contact. Contact. And that was something that I know frustrated people. And I think some of that is because when you're in the AFC West and you have the opportunity to see a Darren Waller, when you have the chance to see a Travis Kelsey, um, you know that there's really solid tight ends in your division. And, and Denver, obviously, knowing what they had in Shannon Sharp, they know what a good tight end looks like. And they haven't seen one here for a while. So I think losing Noah Fant, they're going to have to go out in free agency. There are some big names in free agency that they can try to help with. That's the spot that I think they need some help on the offensive side in terms of the skill positions. They do need some help at right tackle. Um, they've got to shore up a little bit of that offensive line, regardless of how mobile uh, Russell Wilson may be. On the flip side of it, um, I, I think that Caden Stearns and Justin Simmons are both really solid safeties, but they need some depth at that position. Um, and I think they need a little bit of help in the front seven. So by no means is this a wave a magic wand with Russell Wilson, and suddenly this team is automatic in the AFC championship, but they are certainly better than they were 24 hours ago. We're talking to Nate Lundy. You can follow him on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Catch his show on uh, uh, Altitude Sports, You Bet Tonight. Also hangs out with our good friend uh, Brad Evans on the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I saw uh, your friend uh, at Notre Dame great Ryan Harris live reaction on the air. That was yes. tremendous. I got to imagine, have, did was there like an, when, when the, was it, I was trying to think of a, a comparison, Nate. You know, I was uh, I was like watching a World Cup game. I remember, and you like heard like random roars. You're like, "Oh, their feet's faster." The U.S. must have just scored. Like throughout the yep. city of Denver, was it just like roars throughout the day? 
Yeah, it just kind of it, it started to just go in little waves and little waves and then suddenly turned into shock waves, Tim. It's really what happened um, because you saw the news start to uh, come out. I mean, look, here's the thing. Vaughn Miller playing around on social media yesterday was enough to get this town in a frenzy. So just imagine that little bit of buildup that Vaughn was able to do uh, by talking about whether or not Denver would give him his old locker back. Uh, so this city was already all giddy yesterday. And then you add this news. And there are some conspiracy theorists, and I try not to be too much of a conspiracy theorist, but there are some that say that maybe Vaughn had an idea of what was happening yesterday, and that's what led to some of his posts on social media. So it didn't take much for this town to be able to get excited. And, you know, look, ever since Peyton retired, uh, it has been a not-so-fun roller coaster. Not the really cool ones that we go to at the theme parks. I'm talking the old wooden rickety ones that you kind of feel your back getting thrown out every time you go around a corner. That's what the quarterback character has been like for Denver, so obviously fans are really excited. I was going to say, much deserved, Nate. I mean, they're used to having elite quarterback play Elway, Peyton Manning, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Jay Cutler spend some time yes. there with the Broncos? And granted, everybody doesn't love him, but he was elite from a talent standpoint. And then you guys kind of went to the carousel when Anytime you go through about a decade and Tim Tebow's in the conversation is the best guy that you could find <laughs> during that period. You guys deserve Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it, look, it, it, this is a look, I'm not going to lie. This is a spoiled fan base and, and I'm one of them. You have to recognize that there are teams in the National Football League that are lucky to have one quarterback, maybe two in the life of the franchise. And, and the Broncos have been blessed to have a lot of them, not the least of which is Elway, Peyton Manning. You talked about Jay Cutler, Jake Plummer was here as well uh, and had some great seasons. I mean, you just look at the quarterbacks that have worn the orange and blue and you recognize that this franchise and this fan base has been spoiled. And now, thanks to this trade today, they're spoiled again. So as we talked to Nate Lundy from uh, from Denver, Altitude Sports, um, would you bet the Broncos now with the odds basically chopped in half? Would you bet them to win the Super Bowl today? Um, I, you know, I still think this is a really tough AFC that you're going to have to get out of. I mean, I, you can you can look just at the division itself, and you have four incredible quarterbacks uh, that are all going to battle it out across the AFC West. I, I don't know whether, you know, in year one they can turn and burn uh, and wind up in the Super Bowl or not, but obviously the odds are, are in their favor, and the odds makers see it that way for a chance for them to make it to uh, the Super Bowl and, and at the very least to win the AFC. I think, as we talked about a moment ago, there are still some holes that this team needs. This was not just a quarterback away, as the phrase likes to go. There are still some holes to be able to be there. Can Javante Williams continue to be a stud in the backfield at the running back position? Well, part of that's going to be tied to what I mentioned before. They need some. They need a better play at right tackle. Um, but they've got themselves a good young running back. Um, they did not have to give up any of their three core wide receivers in Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, or Tim Patrick as part of the deal. They did have to give up Noah Fant. Um, so I think there's still some stuff they got to figure out, especially on the defensive side, but they are definitely pointed in the right direction. And I certainly feel a lot better, guys, about their ability to compete in the AFC West, at the very least, the AFC West, when you're looking at the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Raiders, all of whom are, are incredible roadblocks when you're trying to make it all the way to that championship game. This is a good division. Now, over the next two years, Ryan, update me on exactly where you guys are from a draft pick standpoint. Uh, in the first, well, second round, do you not have any? Did you have two potentially in one of those rounds and only gave up one? Where yes, does Denver uh, so sit? 
So second and third rounders are still going to be there in part because that trade that sent Von Miller to the Rams got them some early draft picks back in return. And so, yes, you're going to lose those first rounders, um, but, you know, you lose this number nine in this particular draft. You lose next year's, um, but if everything goes the way that, you know, they expect it to based on picking up Russell Wilson, that's going to be a later pick. Um, the Broncos have had a lot of success over the years in that second, third, and even fourth round. So, look, I don't want to shy away and try to say that a first-round pick is isn't valuable. It obviously is, and Seattle was willing to give up their quarterback for two of them, along with the two twos. Uh, but I, I think there are still some picks out there that they can have. I also don't think that George Payton is done. I think he's going to continue to wheel and deal. I think he's going to be trying to do everything he can within free agency. Wouldn't surprise me at all for Russ to wind up with a re, uh, reconstructed contract here once he is here, even though he's got a couple of years left. So there's a lot of moving parts here, but they do still have some draft picks that are going to allow them to at least get some solid talent, even if it's not that first round variety. All right. We're talking once again to Nate Lundy from Altitude Sports. Uh, check out his show. You bet tonight. Hear him with our good friend, Brad Evans. We got about 50 seconds. Uh, Sean is very upset with your hockey team. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. The abs. Oh, so my. am I. Yeah, it's two nights in a row. They were up 3-0 tonight and gave up five unanswered. I had them on yes. the puck line yesterday. They went up 5-1 in the third and decided to stop playing hockey. I'm just telling you, if they come to Vegas, I'm going to the game. I'm taking signs and a microphone. Well, you might want to. Uh, I was smart enough tonight on the TV show as well as with my own bets to just take the over uh, because I did not in any way, shape, or form trust the goaltending with the Devils. So that turned out to be okay. But, yes, uh, they frustrate me too, Sean, so I know exactly what you're feeling. But guess what? You have Russell Wilson, so there, you're not allowed All to complain. Is not bad. You're not allowed to complain in Denver for, for a while. Nate, appreciate have a good night, it, man. man. We always appreciate you jumping on. Always appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the invite and enjoy the hoops tonight. There he is. Nate Lundy. It's the Nightcap here on Beeson. This is the Nightcap on Beeson, the sports betting network. Get an early start on your college hoops tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket betting coverage. Start this Sunday with six hours of free live video streaming on VSIN.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every game. This, the the VSIN college hoop experts, that includes Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, who wrote up on VSIN.com, North Dakota State, to win the, uh, the Summit League. Jonathan Von Tobel and uh, yours truly will be here to analyze every game and discuss with bookmakers making the lines that you find the early value. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket and round one tournament betting with the VSIN College Hoot Experts on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, free here on VSIN. Well, six teams punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament today. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Those six are. Wright State coming back to beat the Norse of Northern Kentucky. They are your Horizon League champions. Delaware, the Blue Hens, also a comeback to beat UNC Wilmington. Uh, they were a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. I was riding with the uh, with the Blue Hens. I went on with Stormy earlier today, and uh, 
And I don't, I don't like being on the opposite sides. I'm team synergy. But uh, she liked UNC Wilmington. I had to go with the Blue Hens. And Delaware, Delaware came done. back, right? 59-55. Yeah. Uh, they are headed to the NCAA tournament are the Delaware Blue Hens. Just going final shortly ago, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, get the win and a pretty miracle push uh, with uh, three-tenths of a second to go. They got fouled. They made one of two free throws, 75-69. South Dakota State probably on that 12 line. Uh, our friend Patrick Stevens from the Washington Post said there's a chance maybe they get up to the 11 line there for South Dakota State. Gonzaga, they get the win and a miracle cover. Uh, late foul, and uh, that would be a uh, cigar. Even though, by the way, we, we do need to clarify, I don't get cigars. I get bottles of Yeah, cabin. yeah, I know. So uh, that's a, If you're up. That's another win. If you're up. Check. I know I need I need to rack up the wins because yeah. you've got a couple coming down the pipeline that I don't Facts. that I don't feel great about. Well, I haven't panicked. No, you're, you've lost a lot. How many lost in a row now? And Villanova's going to be that's a win. You haven't checked that one. I don't yet. know yet. They might go out the first round. Uh, yep, that won't matter. They, they'll if they go out in the first. I'm round. I'm doing something here. Okay, yeah, you, you just, it's okay. I got that video ready to fire on uh, Selection Sunday. Um, with my with my Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, oh, and you took the over under on one and a half seeds for uh, for, Duke. for Duke. That was a poor choice. Yeah. Uh, so Gonzaga wins eighty two sixty nine. Emotional with that one. Uh, Bryant, despite uh, fighting fans, uh, don't do that anymore. Uh, Bryant Bulldog fans, uh, but uh, seventy forty three thumping for the Bulldogs over Wagner and uh, Bellarmine. Gets the win over Jacksonville. They do not go to the NCAA tournament, so Jacksonville State, the regular season champ, will get because Bellarmine, because of a ridiculous rule, is not eligible for the NCAA tournament. So six teams locking up their berth, uh, but plenty more to come. One more tomorrow uh, with Colgate against Navy in the Patriot League championship game. Uh, I have that to close out a three-leg conference tournament parlay. It was Bryant. Gonzaga, and now Colgate, who is a, what are they, a seven-point favorite tomorrow against Navy? They're at home. Um, whatever it is, they're a significant favorite. It's I'm looking down on the board, and Colgate, six and a half. So it's coming down a little bit uh, for, uh, for the Raiders of Colgate. But we're going to do, Sean, a little, uh, a little competition. We are. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what we're going to do. We're going to, if we do pick a chalky favorite. I don't have any. I'm just saying, for instance, if saying, one of any. us were to pick Arizona, they're minus 120, uh, we would, that would be a one-unit bet, so it would be 1.2 to win one unit. But these are all going to be one units. We're not going to get too crazy like we did with our, our bankroll situations, but we're going to go through these conference tournaments, and we're going to make selections, and we're going to see who, uh, who makes some cash. Hopefully, we make some cash here. Uh, but let's start with the ACC tournament. These odds, by the way, just to, to keep things uniform, uh, they all are DraftKings odds. But as we always say, shop around. You can get better numbers if you like particular teams. So the ACC tournament will start, actually already started today. By the way, shouts to Sean King. Good mm -hmm. call on Boston College. Yes. To thump Pittsburgh, which they certainly did earlier today. Never a doubt. One by 20 as a two-point favorite. Great call by you, sir. Uh, NC State lost to Clemson and a late backdoor cover or frontdoor cover, however you want to say, for Clemson. And then Louisville. Hey, how about that? Louisville 
uh, showing a, a little bit of a pulse. They beat Georgia Tech. So uh, Boston College, Clemson, and Louisville moving on in the bracket. So I'll put those down here. Quarterfinals, or second round, I should say. Four games tomorrow. Florida State, Syracuse, BC, Wake, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Louisville taking on Virginia. So 12 teams remaining in the ACC. Four games tomorrow, Sean. I've talked about this conference a lot. I know you're not high on the Dukies after their performance on Saturday. But for me, I actually liked it. I think it was a wake-up call to this Duke team. Uh, I just don't know if you can't get motivated for Coach K's final game and play like your elite-level game. How do you get motivated for an AC tourney that's devoid of star power outside of yourself? Well, I think I think it's twofold. I, I think there was nerves. I think, you know, it was a star They jumped affair. up on North Carolina. It looked like they were about to blow them out of the box with five minutes left in the first half. I also think UNC was much improved, fired up beyond belief for that game. And now I don't know their motivation. That win pretty much locked them into a berth into the NCAA tournament. I'm not so convinced they're getting out of the bottom half of the bracket. Why I've personally bet Duke, and I'll bet them for our sake here, I bet them last night again, minus 120 here at Circa to win this conference tournament, is I like their draw. They're going to play the winner of Florida State-Syracuse. They should have no issues there. They'll be a double-digit favorite against either one of those teams. Syracuse's zone in an ACC format doesn't scare anybody. So uh, I will go ahead and roll with them over that one. Wake Forest, I guess, makes me nervous, but Wake Forest needs to get there. Wake Forest plays BC tomorrow, plays Miami on uh, Thursday. I think Wake Forest, you know, they've got the coach of the year in Steve Forbes. They've got Williams, the player of the year. Could be tricky. Uh, they were, you know, a tricky one against the Dukies and, and Cameron. But all in all, I think Duke is going to be motivated. They're the most talented team in this conference. And I think this conference, as I pointed out in my write-up on vcin.com, is the worst this conference has been since 2013. They are sixth uh, in the country uh, per Ken Palm rating. The next highest uh, team outside of Duke in a seeding format, Sean, is nine or ten. In the NCAA tournament, I look at the bottom half of the bracket. Virginia Tech could be tricky. Are they going to get there? Notre Dame, I think, is a terrible matchup for Duke. Uh, it, no, Duke is a bad matchup for Notre Dame. And North Carolina, yeah, they're good, but they also went to the Dean Dome one by 20. So I'm going with Duke here. I will lay the chalk. I have done it personally. I will lay it for our show purposes. Give me Duke. So let me first of all say this. I do think North Carolina is much improved. Uh, shout I out agree. to Hubert Davis in his first year. As a head basketball coach, I thought I think he's done a great job of taking a team that was devoid of lottery pick type talent, which is normally what we see at North Carolina, and turning them into a very successful basketball program. Down the stretch, I think they won 11 of 12, if I'm not mistaken. Having said that, I'm riding with Wake Forest. I like the plus 800. It's slightly more value. Uh, I like the fact that Forbes has his team believing and playing you know, at a high level, I'm going to go away for us. I just think, and I'll tell you why I'm, I'm betting against Duke in, in this tournament, but I'm going with Wake Forest to come out of that side and, and beat North Carolina in the championship game. Um, I will say this. Uh, Apparently, I don't here. like Duke. I, I love Duke. Let me say, I love Duke's talent. I don't think Duke has the mental toughness to win the actual championship. Conference or NCAA. When you look at their losses, you always talk to me about bad losses. 
Mm-hmm. It was all their inability to close those games out. They had three losses by a combined four points. The great teams don't lose those games. The games that they won on a neutral court that I love, they were up from the very beginning. Jumped out of Gonzaga, jumped out of Kentucky. They're a front-running team. If you if they have to face adversity, I think it's youth and experience. Because it's definitely not lack of skill. You know, they find a way to not come through in the clutch, in my opinion. And I think that's a bad trait to have. And I took Wake Forest on air because the graphic that Aaron is going to put up is going to say North Carolina. But when I text Aaron what I wanted, I had Wake Forest slash North Carolina. So I was going to get both of my selections. So I knew that the graphic was going to say North Carolina. So that's why I say Wake Forest and North Carolina in the ACC championship game. All right. So you will go with uh, Wake over UN instead of UNC? Yeah, or UNC over Wake. I'm going to bet them both. No, but for the show purposes, you got to pick one. All right, I'll go, I'll go UNC. All right, you're going UNC. So UNC plus 600 for our, for our little competition here. So he will go UNC. I will go Duke. I think they're motivated. I think they take care of business in a down ACC. I think the loss it was unacceptable, according to Coach K. Hired up to go to Brooklyn. It is the nightcap here on BC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The KFC sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and we are working our way through some of these uh, conference tournaments. Uh, by the way, congrats to the uh, the teams who have punched their bids to the NCAA tournament. Wright State, Delaware, Jacksonville State, because Bellarmine was the winner earlier today. Wagner, South Dakota State, and uh, and Gonzaga, which they were, they were going regardless. But, hey, uh, this no doubt solidifies them as a one and probably locks up them as the overall one seed uh, with the win. So let's uh, let's keep rolling. Sean went with UNC uh, plus, what was it, plus 600? Yeah, that was my 1B. That was your, what do you mean your 1B? I went with Wake Forest as well. You, why are you being difficult? You need to pick one. That is That is the competition. You could pick the favorite. These are all one unit plays for our little competition. I know you're betting it. Personally, but you need to pick one. So right. You're going UNC or Wake? UNC. Right. It's easier path. UNC 6-1. to one. I'm with Duke. I laid the chalk. All right. To the Big Ten. Purdue is your favorite to win this conference tournament, plus 220. Iowa and Illinois sitting there at plus 370 each. Um, a little bit further down on the odds board, Wisconsin. We don't know the uh, the update on Johnny Davis. They are uh, seven to one. Ohio State ten to one. Michigan ten to one. Indiana twenty-five to one. Michigan State twenty-five to one. Shall I go further, or are we good? Do we need Maryland's odds? No. Okay. Uh, you start, sir. Uh, I went first last time. This isn't a draft, by the way. We could pick the same team. We don't know who each other's picked. Uh, I went Duke. He went UNC for the ACC. Who are you going with in the Big Ten? Uh, hold on one second. 
I am going with the Fighting Ron Harper Juniors. Really? I am taking Rutgers, and here's why. When you look at the teams that don't, and Rutgers is 15 to 1 to big, win the Big Ten tournament. When you look at the teams that don't have a scheduled game until Friday, you see Illinois, Wisconsin, Purdue. That fourth team is not Michigan, not Iowa, not Michigan State, not Ohio State, none of the Blue Buds. It's the small university from Piscataqua, New Jersey. The Rutgers, are they still the Scarlet Knights? Mm -hmm. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights. You want to know what they've done this season? People are going to tell you what they haven't done. Let me tell you what they have accomplished. They have wins over Purdue, Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Illinois. So when I look at the teams that don't play till Friday, it's only four, and Rutgers has already beaten the other three. Now, granted, they have a significant home field advantage at what is affectionately known as the rack. It's slightly changed monikers. We're going to still refer to it as the rack here on the nightcap. But I think the confidence that this Rutgers team has in a division where the top dogs, Purdue, Illinois, have all been inconsistent, Wisconsin, and potential conference player of the year, Johnny Davis, not knowing his availability. I'm going with Rutgers. I like the odds. I like the team. I believe they're confident. And listen, they only have to win three games. Can I propose a cigar bet to you? I mean, I'm not going to give you the rest of the Big Ten. I take Rutgers. I'm not asking for that. The quarterfinal matchup, Rutgers versus Iowa. Maybe. I get Iowa, you get Rutgers. Well, and by the if way, if it happens, we'll no, no, do no. It. Yeah. And by the way, if Rucker, if Iowa is to get upset by either Nebraska or Northwestern, you automatically win. It has to happen. So, oh yeah, I'll take that. All right. Yeah, yeah. I get Iowa, and if yeah. Iowa is upset by Nebraska or Northwestern, I'm just you telling win your you, bet. Nebraska's playing good basketball right now, so that's not a gimme game. So I get Iowa. Yep. You get Rutgers. Straight up quarterfinal cigar bet. Whatever the spread is, we'll take the no, spread. No, 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 no. I'm giving you, if the if you made that bet right now, the the books would make it void because the game wouldn't happen if they were to get upset. You have the wrinkle that if they were to get upset, you believe that Nebraska's playing better. Let's do it. All right. Uh, because I like Iowa to win this conference. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I think Iowa, yes, they don't have the double bye, which is certainly a disadvantage. Uh, but I think they're playing really good basketball right now. Now, they stink on defense. 71st in Ken Palm, top five offense, uh, as they tend to always be. Uh, Keegan Murray, no relation, is playing out of his mind. Uh, Arguably could have been Big Ten player of the year. They did lose the final game of the regular season to Illinois, blew a lead there, which is what they tend to do. Uh, But I I like the way Iowa's been playing. Uh, Down the stretch, you know, they've won eight out of the last ten games, and uh, I think Iowa has a chance, and... uh, Plus, I think it's plus 370. Is that what we got it at, Aaron? Is that what we're going to lock it in at? The the graphic shows 330. Uh, but I will take Iowa to win the Big Ten as, as my selection. I get plus 370. Sean is on the Gers. And we have a new cigar. We're from Jersey. Jersey's going to be the 2022 home of the Big Ten Conference Championship. Sean's favorite conference, the Big East. I'm not saying that. He loves them. He thinks that this is a a conference that all 11 teams should make the NCAA tournament. Uh, Should I just pencil you down for Georgetown, 300 to 1? They are 
defending Big East tournament champs. I was going to say, as we're going through these, I know some of these names to some of our listeners and viewers are going to seem kind of far-fetched, but just remember this. Georgetown, Georgia Tech, and Oregon State all won their conference tournaments last year. They sure did. Think about that. Georgetown, Georgia Tech, and Oregon State all won their conference tournaments last year. Georgia Tech's already out of the ACC. Uh, Oregon State won three games this year. And Georgetown won zero games in the big And I just say that to say there's value. <laughs> there is value in these conference tournaments. They don't always That's true. play to form. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. This is the uh, Big East. This is Big East. Uh, just full disclosure, uh, this is for contest purposes. So we're just using uniformity with the, the numbers. I bet Marquette here in town at plus 650. Uh, at the Westgate Superbook. I'm going to, or excuse me, Providence, I beg your pardon. I'm going to roll with the Friars. Uh, I know I've been fading them, uh, but I love their draw. Uh, I do. And I think Xavier, if they're able to make it out uh, of that first round tomorrow, which I think is highly questionable, um, they just seem kind of broken. But Butler's playing a little bit better. And then I look at the Creighton-Marquette matchup. Marquette isn't really anything that worries me too much. And uh, Creighton's without Nemhart. So I like the draw for them to the finals. It's going to be a tricky matchup, whoever comes out of the bottom uh, bottom for them. But maybe Villanova and UConn have a war. I think St. John's is actually playing uh, a little bit better. Seton Hall, uh, per the, the Ken Palm numbers, is a top 40 Ken Palm team, an NCAA tournament team. So I like the bracket draw for Providence, the number one seed. And I, I think this is a senior, you know, it is a senior-laden team. So I will roll with the Friars to win the Big East. Bad odds at DraftKings, shop around, but for our for our uh, contest purposes, I will roll with the Friars at plus 425. If you believe in miracles, Patrick Ewan and Georgetown are 300 to 1 to defend and, their Big East Conference and Championship. And here's the thing, I'll throw this out there too. Uh, you, you don't even have to go to a book, you know, a book to do it. I, I will book that bet for you. <laughs> just just Send me a DM. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm actually on board with Tim on this one. It's a reason that Providence went 14 and You're going three with Providence? in the conference. Right. I'm riding with the Friars. Even though they lost to Villanova twice, it was by a combined seven points. So I think it's extremely hard to beat a team three times, especially a good team. And I do consider Providence a good team. So I'm going to roll with Providence in this one, too. I would say if I was going to play a long shot in this tournament, it'd probably be Creighton. I just think Creighton's kind of the one team that when they play their best, they're capable of upsetting, mm. you know, some of the top Big East teams. So if they had Nemhart, Nemhart's out, so that's that's a big issue. I would sure. actually, if I were to take a long shot, I'm, uh, maybe if I could find maybe north of thirty, I think St. John's at home, the Johnnies, uh, Champagny and Posh Alexander. I think they're a tricky matchup for Villanova uh, if they're able to get past DePaul, who's actually playing well. I'm almost I'm frustrated that those two teams are playing each other in the first yeah, round. So they play early because they're both playing actually well right yeah. now. So I would have uh, probably bet both of those teams. Let's sneak in uh, the Big Twelve real quickly. Uh, anyone's guess here: Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas, uh, TCU. We talked about a little bit last night. As uh, as maybe a fun flyer, this is this conference. I will not be personally betting. Maybe game to game, uh, but I will not be personally betting the Big Twelve. Based on the draw, I'll go Kansas. I, I, I don't like it, uh, but I'll go Kansas two to one. Uh, I think Baylor and Texas Tech. That is a chance to be a war. So yeah, I'm taking Texas Tech. I'm just gonna go defense in this conference. I don't really trust Kansas or Baylor. 
So and a little better odds. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna go Texas Tech. Not yeah. a lot behind it. Probably not a whole lot of confidence it. in the Big Twelve. Yeah. there from. But from I have one us. for you on the other side of the break. You're gonna love who I love in the Pac-12 championship. If you want to make some money, don't go anywhere. Look at the confidence from him. I love it. It's the nightcap here on Beast. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against this spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, JVT, and yours truly. We have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch. From the favorites to the potential Cinderella. Sign up today to get the betting guide, full plus full free access to VEASAN. Not free. For 19 bucks through April 15th. Head over to VEASAN.com slash Madden. By the way, the, the uh, Capitals win. They were up 4-3. They won. Uh, yes, 5-4, nice. if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Puxodamus brought it home. I mean, it was an unbelievable underdog night in hockey. I think the dogs went 8-3. and three. Off the top of my head, if I'm not mistaken. I will pull that up real quickly. Uh, well, the Caps were an underdog, so you were able to uh, bring that one home, a little plus chiching uh, for the Capitals. They were plus 120 here at Circa. Uh, yep, the Jets, the, the, the Devils, the Flyers, the Coyotes, the Senators. Vegas, the Caps. did you mention the Flyers? You said yeah. the Flyers. So, yeah, dogs were barking. Uh, on the ice tonight. We do have a college basketball game going on. The Big West tournament has started down the road from where we sit and uh, actually where we live in Henderson. Yeah, man. I might even, nah. <laughs> Answered his question. Before Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> saying, it, saying it. I've got my poker game tonight. On Tuesdays, I put my poker game over show. by the time we get over. I smoke my high-end cigars, and, and I try and bluff a couple people off with some big hands, and hey, you won't be any getting any cigars from me. So, still got some bets out there. Tomorrow, can you give Aaron your notebook tonight? Yeah, I'll think about it. Well, we got, I want to do it for the people. We always talk about the cigar bets. You won a lot early, not so much late. You might have a career in the movies, but not as a victim. Like that's the fakest. Like woe is me. Like I've ever seen. I'm not saying woe is me. I'm saying for the people. You're all about entertaining the people. They need to know what our cigar bets have been. Are the people in your pockets? Are the people in my pockets? Yeah, because all you care about is your pockets. You care about the people. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you. Mr. I don't tweet out my Puckstradamus plays. Yeah, you care about the people, too. You know, I, I don't want to stem wrong. And for whatever reason, I hit it a much higher percentage when I just. When you don't tell people what your bets are. Yeah. Mm. And I show you the tickets. That's what's so crazy. So it's not like I can sit here and, and fabricate this. 
Yeah, you're all about the people. Because you're the one that talked me into it. Why don't I tweet it out? And then every time I tweet out the Puxadamas play, I mean, it doesn't just lose. I mean, it goes, like, drastically bad. I mean, tonight our big bet was Caps. It hit. I had Wild. You must have texted me another time. A little smaller. The only, only, I lost two bets tonight. I had the Lightning. Uh, they were up three. <laughs> I think they were up three one or something. They ended up losing five three. They laid down, and then I had the Knights. The Knights, man. Ooh, yeah, they lost. Lost in the Flyers. Jeez, those are the. Uh, yeah, the Flyers. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know what's going on with them. All right, let's uh, let's keep our uh, conference picks going. So once again, we're just doing a little friendly competition here. It's not nothing friendly. Uh, if you lose, you get peacocked on. So that is true. It's not friendly. That is true. Uh, by the way, thanks for the uh, Gonzaga gift. That was nice. Uh, Pac-12 here in Las Vegas. Who will win the Pac-12? I wanted to go down the board. I just don't like anybody. Um, I wanted to pick Oregon initially. They've been stinking up the joint. Um, so I'm not personally betting it. Gonna seem lame. I'm going Arizona, minus 120. Okay. I just, they're the best team. And uh, I'm not as confident as I am in Duke as I am Arizona. But look, Arizona's the best team. And look. if they play UC- USC, they're gonna crush them. Play UCLA. Uh, it, it's possible UCLA could win. They've already beat them once, so I'll go Arizona. What I'm going got? Arizona, too, but mine has a state on the back end of it. And listen, I know the bracket did us no favors. No, it did not. Because we end up with Arizona in the second. Well, it'll be their second game. Yeah. Right. Uh, Arizona State's second. Right. Arizona's first, yeah. But I'll say this. This Arizona State team has beaten Oregon twice this year. They've also beaten UCLA, so when they play their best, you know. I don't disagree. It's not it, that much that separates if them. If they were on the bottom half of the bracket, I would right. think they could make it I'd run. feel better as well. But I, I, I hate where they sit. They, I, I agree with the thought process. They lost by 11 at Arizona. Uh, they lost by a little more at home, but it was a 40-36 to 36 game at the half. And I just think Arizona State's playing a little better. You know, they ended the year winning, winning four in a row. They won six out of their last seven games. So, I mean, it's about who's playing the best in the actual tournament. And maybe this is just a team that's peaking, and I don't have a lot of faith in Arizona, UCLA, Oregon to be a consistent basketball team. So I'm going with Arizona State. 50-1 to one is Big King's. Best long shot of the entire conference tournament. <laughs> yeah, you've reverbed. And the great one. thing is we're going to know soon, like real fast, yep. whether or not we're live. Because if they can get by that second-round matchup against uh, Arizona, <laughs> then guess what? I feel confident that they can bring it all the way home. Listen, is it likely going to happen? I think it is. I think Arizona's inconsistency makes them extremely vulnerable and I think Arizona State, this is just the kind of run that they can make. Listen, some big tournament is going to have a Georgetown win or a Georgia Tech win or an Oregon State win. Think Oregon State is the 12th seed, and they won the Pac-12 conference tournament last year. Actually went all the way to what was the, grade the, Elite of the, the Elite Eight. So 
I'm not saying Arizona State's going to the lead eight, but I do think they're a live dog. And at 50 to one, I'm willing to take a shot on them to win the Pac-12. All right. Uh, actually, I don't hate it. The, the matchup sucks for them. Uh, it does. If they were on the bottom half of the bracket. I would be much more intriguing. Uh, by the way, uh, here at Circa, 110 to one uh, for Arizona State. SEC. Good luck betting this one. Um, I will take Arkansas. We talked about it a little bit last night. I'll roll with the Woo Pig here in this spot uh, for our, our friendly competition. We get uh, we get decent odds, uh, plus seven fifty. Uh, so I'll take the Razorbacks here. They're the four seats. They do get a double bye. Obviously, they'd have to beat LSU uh, in the quarters and then Auburn there in the semifinals. Uh, that that will not be easy. But, you know, based on the odds, kind of like what Sean looked at uh, with uh, – which conference was that? The, oh, Rutgers getting the double bye. Arkansas gets the double bye too, uh, in addition to Kentucky, Auburn, and Tennessee. So uh, J.D. Note, elite guard play. I love Eric Musselman. He'll have them ready to go in all of these games. I will roll with the Razorbacks as a, a little bit of a long shot, plus 750 to come out of the SEC. <sighs> that confident, huh? So I don't say this often. But when I do, I'm rarely wrong. And this is my one... Guarantee Auburn at plus 260 is free money. The Auburn Tigers will win the 2022 SEC Conference Tournament. And you're going to look back on that plus 260 and be like, why didn't I jump completely all over it? So that's why Big King is saying go and get it now. Most talented team in the SEC, have an elite lottery pick in Jabari Smith, have great size in Kessler, have actually elite guard play at times. But I think after some of the failures and close failures down the stretch, because of the erratic play of the guards, I think Bruce Pell can finally have a conversation with those young men and say, listen, sometimes less is more. The less of you we see, the more greater our chances to be SEC tournament champions and Auburn gets it done. Very realistic path. They're going to get the winner of Texas A&M in Florida. And listen, I know Florida upset Auburn in Gainesville, but luckily for us, this game was in Tampa, which isn't that far from Gainesville, but it's not Gainesville. Auburn gets it done more than likely. And I'm not necessarily putting Arkansas into the semifinal because LSU played them extremely tough. Yeah. But I like Auburn over either team. And listen, I know Kentucky. I'm, I'm a big Kentucky fan. I have a cigar bet with Tim. I have Duke, Auburn, and Kentucky. He has the rest of the country in the NCAA tournament. So that just lets you know how much I think of Auburn and Kentucky. But I think Auburn gets it done. Plus 260, Big Kings guarantee Auburn Tigers, SEC tourney champs. All right. We got one more conference to do. We'll do that a little bit later on. Gary Majeski will join us to break down college hoops next.